Esme. She's a queen. This is dedicated to all my beautiful queens, all my beautiful ladies out there. She's a queen. Go queen. you guys for joining another episode of the key check podcast today i have a very special lady her name is dr angela banks dr a once we get started and she is an awesome wonderful woman she went from being a midwife to a dreamspreneur you know guys we talk a lot about pursuing our dreams and entrepreneurship she has a very great story and she is a marketing and branding mogul global leadership strategist, philanthropist, and so much more. And she's also working on a very special event for all you guys that are familiar with Martin, our beloved historic show for the culture. One of our favorite characters, Tommy. She's working on a great Tommy Ford Legacy Athon Award. So we're going to talk about so many things and definitely talk about the special project that she's working on. So how are you doing today? I am doing great. And thank you so much for having me, Sharon. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. I'm so excited to talk to you. Like I said, you have done a lot. So what I wanted to first tie into is just if you could give us some background, because I always like to encourage women to pursue their dreams. And I feel yeah. like me, you have some similar things going because you had like yeah. Fortune 500 background and you decided to pursue your dreams. Can we start off with that? Just telling us your journey and how you went from being a full, having a full-time job and quitting when you said no savings of a single mom to pursue your dreams. Let's talk about that first. Yes, 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 yes. So I, uh, I'm originally from, from West Tennessee, right outside of Memphis. I now actually uh, live in Houston, Texas. And so um, being from a little small rural town, matter of fact, if you ever heard this song, uh, Nutbush City Limit by Tina Turner, Tina Turner, we have, that's my hometown. Okay. So at least you talk to somebody famous there, right? Outside of Dr. A. And so, <laughs> but yes, we, um, so this time around, so the opportunities that were very, very, very limited. Um, so I come from a background where neither my mom nor my dad uh, graduated from high school. So sharecropping, cotton picking, you know, those days. And for us, they just wanted to simply for us to reach that next level which was to graduate high school, right? And so I it wasn't really pushed because I was a smart one. I really didn't really do that much. A, B, C, I'm good, okay? And so um, just going from that and growing up in that town, I left uh, about 2021 20, and I just started traveling. Uh, my corporate career actually allowed me to live in cities like Indianapolis. I've actually resided here in Apparetta and the Atlanta area before. Uh, so travel all over St. Louis. Uh, as a single, no children, and then kind of went through this relationship thing. You know, I, I, I think many women can attest to that. You know, the one you thought you were going to be with forever. And I mm-hmm. found myself as a single mom, okay, and uh, with a beautiful uh, little girl, Anaya, which is now just turned 18. And I was there in corporate America, and I, I had to come back home from Indianapolis. And so in a small town, I'm like, what are you going to do? Because you're used to big, you know, skyline buildings, corporate America, and I ended up uh, being at the bank, which I had been in a corporate like bank, banking and finance 
insurance, those things for uh, at that particular point, 16, now I'm over 20, 25 plus years, right? And so in doing that, I was never comfortable. Although I was in management at the bank, uh, within an hour being in my office, um, you would think that's pretty light work. I would just start, my shoulders would start to ache. Mm. And I was like, what is this? And um, so the, the story of that, when we talk about midwife, my dad passed away in 2007. And after that legacy became very important to me. And I, I just, it, it, I, don't, I don't even know, I can't describe the feeling, but it's still in a more, there's more, there's more. But being, seeing an African-American young lady in management at the bank where, you know, um, was not really permitted back in our ancestor days, that was a measure of success for them, but it was not the measure of success for me. And mm -hmm. so I had this dream of excellence, which is my company right now, Excellence Incorporated, that you talked about all these amazing things I've been able to do. Um, so I just literally had the dream maybe in January, 2008, less than a year later, I just quit. No 401k, five-year-old daughter had just bought my home. Um, but I knew what God was saying to me. And uh, although I didn't know what to do, I knew what he was saying. And I just stepped out there on faith. I didn't really know what I was walking into, but I can tell you now, um, I just celebrated uh, my founder's day, which is August 13th of this year. And um, out of that 13 years, I only worked nine months for anybody. So when I tell you like God did it, he did it. Now I was kicking and screaming and crying. I don't want this all along the way. Uh, but I, I finally uh, settled into it. So that's a little bit uh, just about the background of Excellence Inc. And so now um, we are a 501c3 tech exempt organization. We deal with developing, empowering, and promoting leaders globally. So we have um, leaders we work with in Ghana. We have partnerships in the Bahamas. We have members all across the country. And like you stated, we'll get into that later. But some of those are actually going to be coming in for um, the event we're hosting this week here in Atlanta, Georgia. So I really, really love it. So I'll kind of take a break there, but I think that kind of gives you a little gist about, you know, who I am and why I love the dreamer because mm -hmm. I had to go build everything from scratch. And so now I have that grit grind started from the bottom, you know, now to, to be able to help individuals who may feel like they're limited in their resources and capital or just support. I built a full community called Excellence to support all those different facets of your, of a dreamer's journey. That's wow. That's a lot. What like what was your true motivation? Because I know, like you said, you're a single mother. Obviously, your parents you had humble beginnings, and it takes a lot because, like you said, some people can't even get to that stage where they can develop a dream because they're so overwhelmed. You know, with responsibilities, being single mothers. You know, this is not the norm. You know, back in the day, we all had that backup, but now it's just so common for a lot of us sisters with single mothers. Yeah. You know, we're the, we take care of the house, we bring home the bacon, everything. So what kept you motivated to get to this point though? Because it was so easy sometimes people may have that dream but they just simply don't pursue it and take the risk. That, that's a really good question. Um, you know, the thing was, it was just this internal thing that I knew it didn't come from me. I, I think that's the best way that I can explain it. Uh, you know, my vision for myself was corporate America because that's, that's who I was, a corporate America girl. It was my comfort zone. I had aspirations of being the CEO there. I had aspirations of, of um, you know, going into corporate training. You know, that was kind of like my aspiration. But it still was like, um, again, like I said, I think it's that moment at the bank where 
the elderly African-American women would come in and say, baby, we so proud of you. We so glad. And I'm like, huh? You know, and I was like, this can't be it, right? And, but for most people, they were comfortable with that. So I definitely think for me, um, just the ability that I'm like, I don't know what else is out there. And I, I can tell you this, I remember feeling saying, I want to help on a greater level. Mm. I want to help on a greater level. I remember individuals coming in. And so I would clearly see the differentiation between banking, um, you know, with Caucasians and banking with African-American. And I was like, what do you want to say? Do you want a CD? Do you want this? And I was just like, our people just need to be educated. So I do remember that feeling, but I'm telling you, I, I truly went on this journey blindly. I, I, it was, I, I could just tell you it was nobody but God. He had that plan. My favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29, 11. He just had a plan for me, honey. And I'm telling you, I was like, I don't know what the plan is. But I know I better get to it. <laughs> so I think after you keep running, say, I don't want this. I don't want no parts of this. Just take me back. Because here I am, an educated single, single lady. I think at the time that I started everything, I think I was um, getting ready to pursue my master's, my MBA. So here I am, educated, knowing I can go into the corporate field with my background and get high-level numbers. But here I am pursuing something I never even dreamed or thought of for me. So I could just truly tell you it, it was nothing but God's plan and his will. And I've just been obedient to just keep walking it out and still, you know, walking it out, you know, day by day. Wow. Well, I know one of your mantras, of course, is I dream big. <laughs> you definitely are a living testimony of that. And I saw that another one of your quotes that I grabbed during your research, which I really like was, if you dream it, one day you have to be it and ultimately take ownership to live it out. So in addition to just everything you've done, and I do commend the fact that not only did you pursue your dreams, but you also grabbed the baton to help other people. Like you said, you like to help build with other people, which is also an amazing yeah. blessing. So a lot of your different things that you have going on, of course, is the Excellence Inc. or Beyond Excellence. And you, as you mentioned, you know, that you touched on, you do a lot of community initiatives for growth and membership. And also you're working on a credit union. Can you talk about the importance of just, as you mentioned, things that you saw in banking, obviously there was differences, disparities amongst African-Americans and the counterparts of the other races. I think that finances is something that we don't talk about enough. So can yeah. you touch on the true importance of just financial literacy amongst our race and our culture because it's something that's needed but it's not really talked about as much like what how important is that for you that you educate others like you mentioned it is very important and, and I'll tell you the one thing that I did know I was doing because um my journey I would build a magazine and think that was it and then I would build something else and think that was it but what I was doing I was building piece by piece and the company is called Excellence. And what I'm realizing now today is that, you know, when I started 13 years ago, excellence wasn't a big thing. People were just okay with being okay. People were okay with sub, subpar, substandard. Now we're coming in time. People have been uh, neglected. People have been taken advantage of. And people now are saying, listen, I, if I got to pay that money to operate and deal with the best, then I'm just going to deal with the best. And so the thing that I love about Excellence, I was able to build a full business ecosystem. And that means that when I say develop um, the dreamer, we have the school, I have the courses, author, business, um, speaker, uh, and coaching. And these are things that I, I you know, the strategies, I, I can take one individual, 
And if they ever wanted to take hold of their platform and feel comfortable in it, you need all four, these four pieces. I wrote these curriculum myself and then they have course room mentors, right? So that's one piece of that business ecosystem, the education, developing you. The next one is, um, you know, um, being able to have a community. Many people feel like they're alone. When you asked about the dreamer, a lot of I, what I found in my grassroots work, a lot of people, it wasn't that they didn't want to do it, it was just fear, you know, and fear cripples individuals. And I tell them, listen, um, you know, don't be fearful because fear will stop you. It will literally cripple you. And people will profess it with their mouth. They'll literally say, I'm stuck. Mm. I'm stuck. And so the thing is, I say, listen, fear will stop you. Just do it afraid. Don't let the fear cripple you from it. Be shaking in your boots, but just still do it. But just do it afraid. And so what I love about X is we have a full community. So now you're not on that island by yourself. And I think for a lot of us, when we are dreamers and we are visionaries, we're the only one in our family. You know, I, I call it the I call it the family of crazies, right? So we're the only one over there. <laughs> we're the only one, or or within our friend circle. You looking and everybody like, yeah, I'm just gonna work my job, honey. And this is what a lot of entrepreneurs face. So it was important for me to give the entrepreneur and the dreamer a community. And so now all of us. And so leading up to your question. Um, sorry about going about this roundabout way, but I want to just do the full narrative on it. And so now after developing, empowering through, like you said, the inspirational works, the platforms, the different things I do, um, and um, being able to now financially help them. Because um, one of the things that we experienced with COVID was that a lot of definitely African-American, and we're not just an African-American organization where we have, you know, all kind of, you know, all um nationality is a part of our organization. But again, as an African-American um, female, I can't overlook, overlook, like you said, those disparities and the different things that we face as an actual culture, right? And mm -hmm. so definitely when, when COVID hit and a lot of small businesses, because we don't, we don't believe in actually getting the, the full structure, getting incorporated, getting the LLCs, structuring your business, setting up the corporate bank accounts, all these things are so important. And there was a lot of businesses, African-American, where they were the dreamer, but they never had the infrastructure. And so it's important that um, not only do we have the infrastructure, but we also have the access to the resources and the financial capital to be able to sustain our businesses. And so I think, you know, my whole thing is just to help individuals build right. You know, if you build it, it will last. Let's say if you build it, they will come. But if you build it right, it's going to last. So I really focus on the effectiveness of it, the sustainability of it, and making sure that, you know, you're not just out there spending money to be spending money. You're not just out there saying you're a business and have a business. Be in it to win. Be in it to go big. Like you said, you know, my, my um, personal statement is I dream big. And so these are the areas that the credit union are definitely going to be able to help individuals with, with having someone look like me, understanding that journey from the bottom to the top giving you the good interest rate, giving you the knowledge and the education that you also need to really be out here and be successful in what you build because the goal of it is not for you. You're not just building it for you. And we want it to be able to last for generations to come. And so that's that's the area that, that I focus on, going going above our normal status quo that this is okay. No, be excellent in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, you hit so many points. And I'm glad that you are discussing entrepreneurship because obviously last year after COVID, we had a lot of people rising to be entrepreneurs, finding them in, themselves in situations where even if you wanted to be comfortable with that nine to five, you couldn't be comfortable with it. Because exactly. you exactly. that really, it's really not secure. So 
So a lot of people, you know, they want to start businesses or they've started them, but I'm so happy you mentioned LLCs and corporations. A lot of people really don't know it's more than just maybe having a product or a service and selling it. LLCs and corporations, DUNS numbers, a lot of people don't know that or business credit. What do you think are some of the major misconceptions you may find if you, you know, talk to a lot of small business owners that they have no clue about even something as minor as starting an LLC? I don't know about other states, but I know where I live at, it is extremely simple. You can get an LLC in two days, but I know some states are a little different, but still in all, some people don't even take the time to research that because they're still afraid, you know, it's a lot when you're in control of how you're earning or following a yeah. dream. Like you said, it's easy to say, okay, I'm going to follow my dream, but there's obviously still fear involved. And sometimes it just makes people a little intimidated because they don't know where to start. And they don't have, have people like yourself yeah. that looks yeah. like them and understands them that they can speak with. So what do yeah. you think are some of the main misconceptions you may have come across when you talk to small business owners? Uh, I think you you hit it. That is easy, but it's so much bigger than that. Um, you know, I think for for us, we got to quit treating our businesses um, like it's a hustle. That's where we 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 lose that. You know, um, we we understand again as a coach, we understand the grit and grind. We understand, you know, hustling, getting out there to get it. But again, I don't think we've done a great job in knowing how to sustain long term or how to grow to that next level. You know what I'm saying? So just thinking about. Um, you know, a very gifted, right? So let's just say you're at home doing hair, you're at home doing nails, you're at home baking. Well, what's the next? Are you just going to stay stagnant right there? Especially if, if, if that is your um, 100%, the way that you make your living. So again, going back to COVID, where's that bank account? Are you incorporated? You know, um, where, where are your bylaws? Where, you know, how are you protected? Uh, so all of these different things, I'm telling you, it hit us as a as a culture very, very, very hard because people think it easy. And I think the thing is, Sharon, is that you just you you just don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I remember uh, I am a first time college generation. Um, you know, um, now to have exceeded, you know, earning my doctorate uh, in business administration, also holding, you know, my MBA. Um, you know, I was the first. Um, and then as I kept excelling, so I'm the first on both sides of my family, right? So mm-hmm. I am the one. It, it's on my shoulders, um, not just for my family, but for my neighborhood, not just for my neighborhood, but, you know, um, for my city, not just for my city, but for my state. And, and now because of me, mine is just not just my states, but it's the United States and globally. So it just really depends. Do your part when you do come into that knowledge. And that's where I am. I want to just do my part with what I have been given. And so um, it's frustrating when you know you hold the answer, you hold the solution. You say, come get it, come here. I'm, I have made this thing as simple, as easy as, as I can, but you still have individuals that for that fear reason. Um, but again, the whole platform um, of excellence is developed, is as easy as doing an application. That's how you enter into our platform. And I immediately begin to cultivate that dreamer with leadership courses and um, preparing their mind mentally to be able to shift. Because if your mind your mind can't receive it, um, then number one, you're not going to really truly believe it, you know. And so mm-hmm. I tell people, you got to see it before you see it, you know. Mm-hmm. You got to see it. You got to see it before you see it. And that touches on mindset. Like we talk about that on the show too. A positive mindset really makes a break 
just how you view things, how you attack things, what you think you can or cannot achieve. Yeah. If you don't have that positive mindset or you really have to claim it. Like, I know people say it a lot. They say it on, you know, religious standpoint or they just say it on, you know, just spiritual standpoints or just mindset standpoint. But you really do have to speak into your dream. You have to claim it. You know, if the universe and energy is real serious. If you put doubt out there, well, everything's going to doubt you. If you don't truly there believe you go. it, you believe it first. You, you definitely have to believe it. And that mental piece is the biggest piece um, because that mental piece is what's going to make you get up out of bed when you don't want to get out of bed. That mental piece is going to make you stick with it um, when the money isn't coming in. So, uh, you know, so all these things are very important. It all starts with mental. And so that's the reason why I try to begin, um, like I said, um, begin with giving that, that community because not everybody that come into Exodus is ready to like run with it. But at least they can come into the community and they can begin to be cultivated, right? And I, I tell them leadership is contagious, right? So if I look across the room and I see you, Sharonda, and I'm like, oh, she's killing it. I want to do that. If she, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. If Dr. A can do it, I can do it. If that person, so I think visibility as well is very important um, to even those, because, you know, like I said, you only know what you know. So if you don't know how to do it, you don't know how to do it. If you don't believe it's possible, you don't know it's possible. But if you get in the right, the right room, you get in the right atmosphere, you, you get, a, get around the right people who are doing it and doing it well, it's, it's contagious. It makes you want to mm-hmm. say, wow, I really can do this too. Yes, I love it. Yeah. So one beautiful project that you're working on is the Tommy Ford Legacy of Thon Awards. Now, of course, everyone is familiar with Tommy from Martin. Yeah, I, yeah. I, think, I don't think I can, I don't think I can think of one person if I, but if, if they were a stranger and say, hey, have you, have you seen Martin? I, I mean, who hasn't seen Martin? You know, that's right, exactly. a staple in the culture, okay? Like that's a classic yeah. for us, for our culture. Yeah. So exactly. of course, Tommy was a beloved character, a very beloved actor you know, in our culture had been in so many movies and plays. And so obviously you're working on a special project. Can you just tell us, number one, what the Legacy of Thon Awards is about, who it spotlights, and how did you get involved in this wonderful project to honor Tommy Ford? Wow. Well, how did I get involved with it? Can I start there? So we're going to go from oh, the yeah. end to the beginning. Okay. So mm-hmm. um, well, again, I said we develop, empower, and promote leaders, right? So we were promoting leaders and we usually go across the country and we do different events, right? Where we honor leaders, you know, uh, a man of excellence, uh, sister in excellence. So now it was men and women. Now we use brother and sister because we were going for the whole family vibe, right? The whole family, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so in 2016, we came into Atlanta and we actually honored him. Although he wasn't able to be there, I think he had a um, Black Caucus event he had to do, but we knew that, but we still did the, I still did the interview with him. Um, we still, you know, celebrating him, highlighting him for his work. And so um, before I was able to release my magazine, um, well, the interview between him and I, that I, my phone started blowing up and individuals who knew I had interviewed him started saying, didn't you just interview him? And I was like, yeah. And so that's when I found out that he had passed away. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. And so um, I start, immediately started looking at the news outlets and different things like that. Um, um, about a 50 second clip or something like that. Um, I did share with TMZ because one of the first things we said was he had just had a birthday. And I was like, well, how old are you? Cause I'm researching on the internet and it says this and it says that. And I was like, oh, you're young. And he said, no, half my life is over. And so um, they were able to grab that clip, that clip and it actually went viral, right? Mm-hmm. Of like, you know, saying he forecasted. Um, and so 
just holding on to that audio, I still was like, why me, God? Like, you know, out of all the people they know, you know. And so I found myself hearing him five years later. I still had that clip and I was just waiting to do, like, what do I do with this? What, when, what, what's the purpose? And so, uh, of course, I discussed it with my team and with this being his fifth year from uh, of his death anniversary, it was like, wow, let's just honor him because um, like you said, the culture, everyone knows, Tommy, you ain't got no job. Everybody knows Martin Lawrence. But yeah. I mean, he was such an amazing humanitarian. You know, he um, he did so much work. He loved you. And so here yeah. this man is with powerful purpose and to the world, somewhat one dimensional or one sided. And so we wanted to come in as a community organization and really just highlight uh, his works and who he was and really um, empower other leaders to like, like, listen, this is what your legacy really should look like, right? If you're not working towards this, something is off. So we wanted to pick up his voice and continue that narrative of like, listen, there is more, do more for your community, do more for our youth, because it really is going to take all of us to do it together. So that's how the event came, came together. The event is um, here in Atlanta on, on this Sunday. Uh, over at the uh, Buckhead Atlanta uh, Art Company. Um, so we're really excited. It's a full um, three course, four course, one of those meals. Um, there's gonna be a lot of, um, uh, and I didn't want just that typical Atlanta because like I said, I'm coming in from Houston, right? So I mm -hmm. didn't want that typical. I'm really, really big on quality and I'm really, really big on substance. So um, uh, for all those individuals who, who, who believe like me and like, listen, I really like going to events that are, are very, very heavy in networking, uh, quality networking, being in a room with, you know, with, with, with multimillionaires or being in a room with those who have, have made it to a level where I wanna go. And um, so that's what is so exciting. So we're gonna be honoring uh, some of Atlanta greatest I think They were also very, very close. So this event was very, very strategically designed, even with the honorees, you know, Tony Terry, um, he's uh, one of the re recipients. I think we all know him. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I love him. He's going to be performing. Uh, and uh, as I was interviewing him, oh, my God, he told me he had never received an award before. I'm like, what? There is no way. See, this is what this is what, you know, Brie makes me smile. Like, yes, mm -hmm. you're doing the right thing. So we're going to be honoring him. Mr. Hank Stewart. Um, he has the Hank Stewart Foundation here. He does a lot of work. Mr. Rodney Perry. We all know him again as a comedian mm -hmm. and actor. Uh, he's another honoree um, receiving an award. So we took Tommy's life and we did the three areas, uh, uh, the humanitarian award, an entertainment award, and a comedy award to really represent all the works that he did. Um, so it's just gonna be amazing, amazing night. And uh, yeah, so I hope you all would definitely come out and um, be a part of it. As a matter of fact, just get to know me and just be, it's one thing, you know, to tell somebody something. It's a whole different thing when we always say, sometimes you just gotta be in a room and I'm going to tell you, if you're listening to this and I've said anything to, to really inspire you or encourage you, listen, you want to go beyond that point. You you want to be in the role. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is so beautiful. And something about Tommy's spirit, Tommy Ford, like whenever, and like you said, it's so easy, like when you play these iconic characters, especially on something that was so beloved, like Martin, to maybe be one dimensional, but I know me personally, I saw Tommy Ford in a lot of plays. He definitely did a ton of stage plays. And he I remember when he was one of the panelists, I think the show was Who Got Jokes. I could be wrong with the title, but he had that uh -huh. in class too. But he also was very spiritual. He just seemed like he had like a real presence 
about him, you know, like some like even like an anointing, just even when he was being funny on Martin, just something about his demeanor from the beginning set him apart. So this is just a beautiful thing to just honor people like him. And like you mentioned, legacy, that's an amazing thing to just give back to the community, to give back to the culture, especially like you mentioned, Tony Terry said he's never received an award. You know, that's, that's, wow. Yeah, that's mind blowing. And one of the other things I love is that um, I'll be taking um, different excerpts from the interview that's never been heard before. So you're gonna actually get to hear Tommy literally speaking um, some of his, and like you said, uh, this, you know, the spiritual side and really his voice speaking to us as leaders, you know? Uh, so it's just going to be amazing. I'm telling you, there's so many bells and whistles. Um, people call me extra, but I like it, right? As I really am. And, uh, and so all of my extraness is, is, is loaded into this event. Uh, and I'm telling you, um, it's going to definitely be one of those events that are going to be talked about um, well after I get on the plane and go back to Houston. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it. And I don't know if you've seen it. There's this little um, video floating around on TikTok where it, where it says, "Are you ex- am I extra or are you basic? So there's nothing wrong. <laughs> I plan on doing that with Sharonda. I plan on doing yes, that. Yes, girl. Take it. There's nothing wrong being extra, okay? Like, exactly. Okay, let it all out. Exactly. So before we round out everything, you have touched on so many different points and you've touched on a lot of different key highlights that I love to spotlight on the show in general, manifestation, entrepreneurship. So, but one of the things I want to ask you, I want to ask you two special questions before we end everything. We do talk about self-love a lot, but before we tie everything into self-love, I want to ask you again, you've mentioned something that I think is so important just in what you're doing, how you, not only did you say, hey, I'm going to pursue a dream, I'm going to help others. And it ties into just something amazing what you're doing to honor Tommy and that's legacy, you know, the importance of it. So from your perspective, though, I know you're, you have this award, but from your perspective, Dr. A's perspective, from average everyday people, what is your definition of legacy? Legacy is, is basically giving something to others um, that you have have basically given your all. Does that make sense? And I think you heard me say that it's not for you because, you know, even when we think about life insurance policy, we pay all this money for life insurance policies, but then we turn around and leave it. So it's never for you, but yeah, you paid that money. You paid the price. So I think for us, it's going beyond for the next. It's going beyond, you know, we still got to grind and get it, but don't think that you're grinding getting it for you. You're grinding, getting it for the next. And I think that's what it is. And that's the reason why, you know, when I write my books, because, you know, I don't know if you stated that I'm an author. When I write my book, I'm writing a book that if nobody else reading, my grandchildren are going to be able to pick up this book and say, wow, that was my grandmother. Wow, mm-hmm. that, that my words will be able to speak and encourage them beyond my grave, you know? And so um, even Dr. Mal Monroe, I, I love him. Um, one of my uh, life's philosophy is to live full and die empty. And mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that, that propels me. I don't want to, um, to die full. So one of the things is that I want to die empty. And so that's the reason why you see, I have my school, I have my magazine, uh, I have a community, I'm traveling, I'm serving, I'm giving, I'm honoring. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm going to another level of even you know, being able to finance, you know, finance dreams. So it, it, for me, every time I've reached a plateau, I always say, what is that next? And so th- in my work, the most beautiful thing is that, 
you know, I have my 18 year old daughter, but the work that I'm doing is not just building my legacy. Every time I touch someone through the ability of building entrepreneurship or financing or whatever that is that I'm at, writing the book, I'm actually doing it for several others. I'm shifting their generation. So, um, you know, when you think about that, it's on a larger scale, but people see things in a very simplistic way. But when you think about it, like, wow, I get to help Sharonda. And because I have Sharonda, now I just shifted Sharonda's legacy. So mm-hmm. I think that we're all extensions of that. So that's the best way that I would explain um, legacy, if that if that helps. Oh, no, I love it. And my last question to you, like I said, the show also, the main topic is self-love. So in my perspective, self-love really is what drives a person like yourself to say, hey, I'm going to pursue my dreams. Self-love is something that drives a person like yourself to say, hey, I'm going to have the confidence and the knowledge to help others, to give back, mm-hmm. like you said, live full but die empty that's a very 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 powerful thought and just a a goal to achieve so for you how has self-love propelled you to be who you are today like I said I know you say you like extra (laughs) how is that girl listen 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 I want to tell others um self-love um initially I didn't always have it matter of fact um, you know, I wrote this book. One of my books is called um, um, the um, the Journey to Excellence, or something like. I got I can't even think. I got so many books now, right? But in this particular book, I talk about the struggle with self love. So I'm glad that you brought that up, right? Um, because I think people see this, right? They'll see this on the screen, but and they'll hear all the things that I say, like, "Oh my gosh, she's amazing!" But people miss the struggle of what it actually took behind the scenes. Um, how you, in order to love others, you have to learn to love yourself first, right? Um, in order to go into these rooms, you have to know your own identity because if you don't know your own identity, someone else will tell you who you are. And now you're struggling. You're kind of from this place and that place and all these other things. So all these things have to do with your ability to self-love yourself and really understanding what you need for you. And I'm telling you, for me, that is probably... Um, being someone who's very sacrificial, that's probably the biggest area I've struggled. And I'm just being honest. I think mm-hmm. most most individuals who have these larger platforms, they're usually want to struggle the most in the terms of self-love. And um, so I think the thing is that that balance is so important. Uh, understanding who you are, understanding what makes you tick. I tell people, uh, my birthday is actually this Friday, right? And so I tell them like, oh my God, I finally reached this place in my life where I love everything about me. I love the fact that I'm extra, right? And if you don't like it, that's your problem. But it's mm-hmm. one of the things that makes me me when you're talking about the, the areas of self-love. And so I, I tell them um, I'm Angie because I'm, you know, Angela, right? So I love being Angie. I love being Dr. A. And um, a matter of fact, I'm actually uh, in the process of uh, uh, getting ready to go through, you know, ordination service where I'm apostolic, uh, apostle elect. So it's just mm. like, I, I, I get the spiritual side. I get Angie to down, down around the way, you know, country girl to just love to be basic, you know? And then I also get to be the businesswoman, the doctorate, the one that people know. And I think the reason I brought that up because it gives me the balance that allowed me to say, you are you, you are having an impact and it's okay to love you and every mm-hmm. facet of you because everything about you um, is very unique. Everything about you is for what you are called to do. And so when you take ownership of just loving you and taking care of you and being okay with who you are, 
Listen, honey, you will kill it. You will kill it. You It will allow you to just rise over any kind of adversity and give you that confidence. When you are walking in the authenticity of who you are, owning who you are, self-loving who you are, that confidence is gonna, it's going to shine in any room that you walk in. And so that's what I would just say in the areas of self-love. It was a struggle for me, but I'm so excited to report. I think I finally got it, girl. I think I finally got it. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for an amazing conversation. I promise. I just feel that anyone is going to see and I know they're going to pick up some gems, definitely. But before we end everything, please tell everyone how they can find you on social media, how they can contact you, all your social media outlets. So go ahead and tell everyone how they can connect with you. Yes. Well, one first thing I would say, listen, y'all, social media now, even as Sharon and I speaking right now, all these social media platforms are down. So listen, go and get those websites, go and build your brand, uh, your base, your community, your tribe outside of these social media platforms. Like I'm not really tripping about it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. listen, y'all need to get back up because I got an event this weekend to promote. <laughs> right. But but how you can find me is, is I'm going to my uh, corporate website, Excellence Inc., which is www.x is an x-ray. We don't have the E, it's the X. Everything start with X. So www.xcellenceinc.org, that's excellenceinc.org. You can go there. Matter of fact, it's free to join my community, my organization. We just start loving on you from the moment you come in. You even get a free leadership course. So you can just click on join now and, and come on into our community. And my team will begin to just love on you from, from that point. I mean, come on, you just start, right? And then as far as the event, um, you can actually go grab those tickets on the excellenceexperience.com. So um, that's www.xcellence and then expereince.com. So the, I don't think I put the in there, but www.theexcellenceexperience.com. You can grab those tickets in. I look forward to seeing y'all there. Just say, Dr. A, I heard you with Sharonda and I'm here. And I look forward to meeting you too. This is like yeah. an amazing amazing event like I just love your platform I just love how you're giving back and just the fact that even people that you and I may think are like bigger celebrities have never even received their flowers just the fact that they're giving their flowers and that's one thing that's significant that is tied in the tiny that you're giving some people their flowers while they're still here so I definitely thank you so much and guys everyone that's tuning in just please make sure you just look at the points that Dr. A gave about dreaming big. I say that all the time. If you go to my website, you look at the About Me page. That's the first line on there is I dream big. You have to. If no one else believes in you, I'm telling you, people can feel your energy. I talk about energy a lot. Like I, I, When you walk Definitely. in the room, people feel your energy. If you don't have confidence, if you lack self-esteem, People can feel that and you admit that out there. So if you want to head to the top, you have to claim it. It's not an if, it's not even a win. It's I know I'm going to be at this space in my life. I'm already yeah. on my way. You have to claim it. If you don't claim yeah. it, you're just going to be napping. But you got to dream big. So that's one of the main platforms. It would go queen, the Q chat and beautiful women like this that we have on this yeah. show. Just bring it out about dreaming 
big. This is going to be the 100th episode of the Key Chat. So I hope you guys really just pull okay. in this vibe, this energy to just go ahead and dream big. So Yay. make sure you guys tune in to this episode. It'll be streaming on all major audio platforms and also on the Go Queen TV YouTube channel, which is growing. Thank you guys a lot for that. Make sure wherever you are, dream big, attack those goals and go love yourself and be safe. Thank you. Go queen, go queen, go queen, go. Represent, you're a queen, you're a queen, oh.